First and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, you say, welcome, brothers, back to our, our classes. Uh, you know how it goes, our regular scheduled program. Um, and today's class, we're going to title it Meekness. Uh, it's something that I myself have, you know, not necessarily been struggling with, but dealing with in a fashion that I've been uh, teaching brothers this and somebody else actually, uh, the brother Zahar, y'all seen his classes. He uh, he was doing speaking to me on this, and you know, what I mean, it it kind of really spoke to my spirit. But the other day, it really hit me through the spirit. So I just started, uh, you know, looking up scriptures, definitions, things of that nature, and uh, you know, you'd be surprised what you come across and how you know what I'm saying what the Most High God is really um, dealing with. You know what I'm saying? As in in respects to how how his people should be dealing with how how his people how his people should be acting you feel me towards one another let's not i'm not going to start on no christian rant where we got to be nice to everybody i mean damn that i mean if at all possible be at peace with all men i'm not opposed to that but i ain't you know kissing no devils or tuckus you feel me we'll use that word we'll use your own word against them So like yeah, I'm trying to make sure. Boom, boom. Here we go. So we're gonna start off at the book of Colossians, chapter four, and verse six. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give brothers a few to get there. Because um, we gotta understand how we. Got to start dealing with our people and with each other. Ultimately, with each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, hold on one second. By this, you know what I mean. We gotta. We gotta. Salakiakim, uh, a priest that hit me right now. As we were speaking, we gotta actually, you know what I'm saying? We gotta love one another. But um, let's get. Uh, we're gonna get the Book of Colossians, chapter four, verse six, in the KJV. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know ye may may know how he ought to answer every man. Um, so. What the Apostle Paul is telling you is don't we don't always have to snap on people. We don't always have to um go for the go for their head. You know, so to speak, and trying to destroy them. Sometimes they destroy themselves. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody deserves you to go full, you know, go turn full gorilla on them. Some people, you know, you gotta talk to them, you gotta coast them, you know what I'm saying? You gotta talk to them quietly. You know what I'm saying? Don't be not not saying be a punk, but you know. Approach them with uh, humility. You know, say all humility, and and I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna explain what I mean with that right here. Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter five, verse five. A lot of people um read what they call the Beatitudes. The Christians call it the Beat. Well, that's what it's called. The Beat. The Sermon on the Mount. The Beatitudes, I believe. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? 
Let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 5, uh, verse... Uh, we're going to start at about verse 3. You know, so I'm going to give brothers a you to get there. Because like I said, you know, we got a... Um, we got to really uh, start analyzing ourselves, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go to the book of Matthew chapter 5, start at verse 3, and I'm going to read it in the in the NSRV version. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to read it to you guys in the NSRV. This is the book of, first, this is the book of Matthew chapter 5, verse 5. Uh, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek. For they will inherit the earth. See, so we gotta. Um, I'm gonna read it in the KJV, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a couple definitions. It's the book of now the book of Matthew chapter five verse five in the uh, the book of Matthew chapter five verse three in the KJV. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they'll inherit the earth. So we, when we, when we see um, the usage of the word meek, and I'm gonna show you, what, I'm gonna show you guys what Christ is actually quoting. Let's go to the Book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 11. You know what I mean? Because when people tell you, "Oh, that's the Old Testament," that's the Old Testament. What they fail to realize again, Christ is quoting the Old Testament. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? 3711. Matter of fact, we'll start at verse 10. Verse 9, Salakia. This is the book. Well, I'm going to give a couple buzz. Psalms 37, starting at verse 9. <clears throat> You know what I mean? We got to... <clears throat> so, the book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 9. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. So we gotta. So our goal is to is to is we gotta strive for peace. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, in the kingdom, we gotta strive for the kingdom to reach that that peace. Salakia. Let me correct myself. You know what I'm saying? But we see who's gonna inherit the earth. We gotta. We see that Paul is telling us how to speak to people. You know what I'm saying? Using um, you know what I'm saying? Using our speech season with salt. Talking to, to people in in a fashion we would want to be spoken to. You you understand? You, you guys understand? Let me see. Let me get the definition of me. Salakia. Boom. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna get the Merriam-Webster dictionary. The definition of meek. Um. Uh, let me see. Meek. 
See, so the definition of meek, enduring injury with patience and without resentment, mild. Second definition, deficient in spirit and courage, submissive. You know what I'm saying? Third definition, not violent or strong, moderate. His delivery was varied from a meek, melodic pattern to rapid-fire scriptural allusions. See, um, see how me, what, what being meek is. We got, we got to start coming at. You know what I'm saying? We got to come at people humbly. I, I was telling uh, the cadet Shar like earlier this week on the drive to camp, how the one thing the Christian church taught me that was actually correct was sometimes, a lot of times. We're the only Bible people read. You know what I'm saying? They know, they know what the gospel is because of us. You know? Let me get... Uh, I'm going to go into another definition of meek in the King James Dictionary. Meek, gentle, tender, free from pride. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So we can see gentle, tender, free from pride. Let's go to um, let's go into meek or meekness in the Vines Expositionary Dictionary of the New Testament. Uh, Vines Expositionary Dictionary of New Testament words, meek or meekness, denotes gentile. Uh, it denotes gentle, mild. Meek for its significance. See the corresponding noun below. Christ used it of his own disposition. Matthew eleven twenty nine gives it in the third of his beatitudes. Matthew five and five. It is said of him as the King Messiah. Matthew twenty one and five. From Zechariah nine, it is the adornment of a Christian profession. See how these devils try to work themselves in there, but it's talking about us. Epi, epios, gentle of a soothing disposition. We gotta, we gotta have a soothing disposition. Remember the gospel. You know what I'm saying? We're here to heal the sick. How are we gonna heal the sick if we're always, you know, roaring on them? You know what I'm saying? So to speak, we're always banging on them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's, uh, let's continue. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Zephaniah. In the, in the Old Testament, 2 and 3. It's like I went on to the apocrypha. Zephaniah 2 and 3. I'm going to give brothers. Oh, this is Zechariah. <laughs> I went to Zechariah, not Zephaniah. So, like, you know, brothers, give me a couple seconds to get there. Okay. Zephaniah is right after Habakkuk 2. Let's 
Okay, so the book of Zephaniah, chapter 2, verse 3. Seek ye Yahweh, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. So you can see how um how the Most High is giving you instructions in every in every part of the in every part of the scripture. You know what I'm saying? Salakia, something just hit me through the spirit again. Ah, uh, you know what I mean? I think it's 28, if I'm not mistaken. But um, we see the Most High telling us to seek out gentleness. Seek out, you know, being humble. You know what I mean? Let's go to Proverbs 16 and 19. Let's go to Proverbs 16 and 19. And I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read verse 18, uh, just to just to give you an example, give you a co uh, a compare and contrast. Uh, Proverbs 16 and 18: Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. So you know, what I'm saying somebody that's very proud is gonna be destroyed. Let's get uh, verse 19. Better it is to be humble. To be a, of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. You know what I'm saying? So you see how it is. It's better to be, you know what I'm saying, hungry, you know what I'm saying, poor, and to be humble and the most high going to see us through all this than to be rich and with the proud because we see what's going to be with the proud. It comes before destruction. You're going to be that Ultimately, pride leads to people's own destruction. Let me see if I remember this. Uh, let's go to the book of Matthew uh, 11 and 29. Let's go to the book of Matthew 11 and 29. So, like, yeah. Is it Matthew? 20? No, it's not. No. Is it what I'm looking for? Or was it James four and six? Maybe it's James four and six. So I can't. I'm trying to figure. Well, I will find it. Uh, either way, let's go to Asalakim. Let's go to Matthew eleven and. 29. Uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 11 and verse 29. Take up my yoke upon you and learn, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, we'll start, I'm going to read verse 28. Um, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and all and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke, my yoke upon you, and I will, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, 
and ye shall find rest in your souls. As you, even Christ is giving you an example of how you should be. Let's go to First Peter three and four. I mean, because it's it's something that that we gotta really we really gotta start getting into is how we gotta how to compose ourselves. And there's examples in the Bible. You know, there's times when we gotta roar on them like a lion, so to speak. And there's times when we gotta we gotta come at them humbly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm gonna give y'all a, a, a class on on both on the on the opposite of this too as well. But let's go to First Peter chapter three verse four. But let it be hid, let it be the hidden man of of the heart, in in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, of great price. So the so as we can see, even being humble and of a quiet spirit, that's something that's of value to the Most High. You know what I'm saying? It's something that we gotta that we really gotta gotta really seek seek out. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Psalms 25 and 9. Let's go to the book of Psalms 25 and 9. You know. Um, it's t it's there's times to even to just deal with people, period, passively. You know what I mean? Salakia. Salakiakia. I just think uh, something came to me in this in the spirit. I had to I had to write it down. He, uh, uh, yeah, let's get the book of Psalms twenty five and nine. The book of Psalms twenty five and nine. So we. Um, we continue because meekness is something that's very important. You know what I mean? We, you know, it, when you when you're in the when you you're in the truth long enough, you start seeing how how to deal with certain people. There's people that deserve, you know, what I'm saying the lion. They deserve the gorilla. They deserve the the the, the cheetah, the leopard, the jaguar, the panther. You know what I mean? And sometimes they deserve the lamb. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need to give them the lamb. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk to them with your speech filled with grace, you know, seasoned with salt. But this is the book of Psalms, chapter 25, verse 9. The meek he will guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. The path, all the paths of Yahweh are mercy and truth unto such as keep in his covenant and his testimonies. So we can see, you know what I'm saying, how the meek. You know what I'm saying? How 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 the most high deals with the meek. Let's go to Psalms one forty seven and six. Because we gotta we and when I say we it starts with me, Akim. <clears throat> we gotta we, we gotta test ourselves, we gotta we gotta we gotta really put ourselves we gotta really question ourselves. 
You know what I'm saying? And this, like I was telling Izan earlier today, the commander, you know, this is something that even I, being in the truth this long and barely learning how to de really deal with. You know what I'm saying? And 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 we gotta we gotta we gotta keep striving towards perfection as our Father in heaven is per is perfect. Uh, but let's go to Psalms 147 and six. The Lord lifted up the meek, and He cast the wicked down to the ground. You know what I'm saying? See how see see how how He's gonna do if you just carry yourself humble. You don't even gotta exalt yourself. The Most High God's going to exalt you if it be his will. But let, you know what I'm saying? He's going to put you. Let's go to James 4 and 6. He'll put you in the position of leadership, the position of prominence, whatever position he sees fit. But first, you've got to be meek. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be that loud dude. You know what I'm saying? There's, you know what I'm saying? There, it, there's something that I learned from watching Esau. Um. Watching, uh, I don't know if brothers are like me when we were in the world. I, I Even now, you know what I'm saying, I have a fascination with the Italian mob. They just fascinate me for some reason, you feel me? And it's crazy because a, a lot of the times the leaders ain't these big dudes that are, you know what I'm saying, that will snap quick. No, they're not quick-tempered guys. They're not dudes that will growl on you. They're, they'll smile at you, and you know what I'm saying, and then they'll get you later. It's um. For instance, real life example, I, the dude was named Benny the Chin. He would walk around quietly looking like the slow dude, but really he was running the whole family. Even the quote from one of these shows I used to watch, The Sopranos, he was like, you know, the, back in the day, the old guys, they didn't just do you in right there or make it public. They'd just smile at you, nod at you while you yell, walked away, and then they made sure you got it later. You know, basically, like, if you know how to rule your spirit, we got to learn how to rule our spirit. Salakin. So lucky. I got the man. You know what I mean? We got to learn how to rule our spirit. We got to learn how to be in control of our emotions. Well, not only are we men, we're men of the most high. But, you know what I'm saying? But we got to, we got to, you know, get in these scriptures. We got to start studying. Let's go to the book of James chapter 4 verse 6. But God, but he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisted the proud, and but giveth grace unto the humble. You know what I'm saying? He gives grace unto the humble. He destroys the proud, but the humble, the meek, he exalts, he gives grace, he, he, you know, he, he acknowledges them. Let's go to Galatians 5. Let's go to the book of Galatians 5 and see what the fruits of the Spirit look like. Because that's really what we, what, we, what we need to be, you know, we need to be reflecting. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell, like I tell you, you brothers are a reflection of me, and I'm the reflection of those that taught me before me. So, you know what I'm saying? We got to really examine ourselves. Let's go to the book of Galatians chapter 5. We're going to start at verse 22. But the Spirit of the Lord, but the, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. 
Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. You see, what we're supposed to be looking, this is what we're supposed to be looking like when we're in the truth. We can't be getting angry at every little thing. We can't, we can't, we got to lead our, our lives long-suffering people, showing them love, being at peace. You know what I'm saying? Exposed, ex- exhibiting faith and goodness, exhibiting meekness. We got to really examine ourselves. Is this really the, the, the fruit we're producing or are we producing another fruit? Are we angry? Are we bitter? Are we, or do we hate our brothers? Let's go to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12. Let's go to Colossians because, you know what I'm saying, the Apostle Paul, though it's difficult to understand a lot of his writings, there's stuff that's plain as day. You know what I mean? That not even a Christian, that even Christians know, you know what I'm saying? Because I learned some of these scriptures in, in the Christian church. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's, go to, let's go to Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12. You know what I'm saying? We're in the water. Dude, that ain't my water. That's first. That's not mine. No, no, no sweat. No sweat. No sweat. This one? No, nah, it's cool. Don't trip. Uh, let's go to Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, also do ye. You see how how we, we're supposed to deal with each other and handle each other? You know what I'm saying? What would it look like if we're always arguing with each other, fighting with each other publicly? You know what I'm saying? Damn what other camps do with each other. What what is you know what I'm saying? How is the world gonna recognize twelve gates really follows the ways of Yahushai if we're not following what Yahushai said? Let's get John thirteen and thirty five. Let's get John thirteen and thirty five. Matter of fact, we'll even start at thirty four. John 13 and 34. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. So you see what Christ is telling us. And that's not even a new commandment. Y'all know that's from Leviticus. Every brother on this call knows that's from Leviticus because y'all been diligently in class and at camp. So, but let's go. Verse 35. But by this... Shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye love one another? How are we going to profess um, being disciples of uh, uh, believers of Yahushai, disciples of Yahushai, ultimately? Because just because I'm teaching y'all, y'all technically my disciples, my students, we're all learning from Hamashiach Yahushai altogether. So how are we going to profess to be these great disciples, men of the Lord, and we don't love one another? You know what I'm saying? We're treating our our fellow Israelites who aren't in the truth like they're be, we're treating them like the Pharisees treated us. We're treating we're treating we're treating them 
how the how the how in antiquity the Jews would treat the uncircumcised Jews. Maybe even worse. That's how we're treating each other. And that's not how Christ treated the non-believers. Imagine, imagine the Most High treated you how you treat some some of these people. Imagine that. Imagine the level of mercy he will you would receive. I'm mis- matter of fact, hold that two seconds. We're gonna I'm gonna explain something. Yo, let's, I'm gonna read Matthew seven and I'm gonna read Matthew seven and one real fast to explain what I mean. Judge not that ye be not be judged. Right? Christ Christians will be like, see, you can't judge. Okay, bet. Keep reading though. For with that judgment ye, ye shall be judged. For with ye what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. <laughs> so however you treat these people is how the most high through Yahweh is gonna treat you. And that's how you're gonna be judged. That's the amount of mercy you're gonna obtain. Remember that. Let's go back to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew 21 and 5 now. We're going to go to the book of Matthew 21 and 5. Now, the book of Matthew, chapter 21, and we're going to start at verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying tell ye the daughter of Zion behold thy king cometh unto thee meek and sitting upon his ass and a colt the foil of an ass he picked a gentle animal to ride into Jerusalem if y'all understand context there's ways of making grand entrances like we like to do sometimes, and then there's the way that Yahawashai entered into Jerusalem, meek and humble. This is the king of Israel. This is our king, and he entered humbly. You know what I'm saying? He came, he came in there, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a low spirit. But let's go to the Baruch chapter 4. Let's go to Baruch chapter 4. <laughs> Yeah, let's go to Baruch chapter four. Salak Yaakim. Baruch chapter. Whoa, what was I talking? This is crazy. Ah, uh, Salak Baruch chapter four, verse twenty-twenty-five. Again, remember, we're being meek, and we, you will inherit the king. The meek shall inherit the kingdom. So let's read Baruch chapter 4, verse 25. My children, suffer patiently the wrath that has come upon you from God. So we know we messed up. We know we, we've been destroyed as a people as we read scripture all the time, in Scripture all the time. But we got we knowing where we have to suffer these things patiently, for thy enemy has persecuted thee. Y'all watch the news, you see the protests, you see all that. You know what I'm saying? But surely thou shalt see his destruction, 
and shall tread upon his neck. You know what I'm saying? So we know, we're going to jump down to verse 27. Be ye of good comfort, O my children, and cry unto God, for you shall be remembered of him that brought these things upon you. You know what I'm saying? We Again, be, be suffering these things patiently, being meaning, you know what I'm saying? We got to be meek in all this. Let's go to Hebrews 12 and 14. Let's go to Hebrews 12 and 14. Let's go to Hebrews 12 and 14. You know what I mean? So... You know what I'm saying? We, again. Matter of fact. Let's go to, let's start at verse 10. For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure. Um, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 10 For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure But he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness Now no chastising, chastening for the present seem, seemeth to be joyous but grievous Nevertheless Afterward, it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Wherefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out the way, and let it be rather healed. So we gotta we gotta come peaceably, because we don't know who could be turned away from from these the scripture. Verse 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So verse 15, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble, trouble you, thereby many be defiled. So you see, even not even just letting anger is gonna defile you. You know what I'm saying? We got we gotta we gotta always come in humbly because these things were gonna were promised to us for our for our own growing because we had to learn to to really, really keep the commandments. Brothers that been at camp that were at Camp Saturday, everybody on this call saw the history of Israel in Nehemiah. The history of Israel is basically broken down in Nehemiah that we keep going in and out of captivity because of our own hard-headedness. But let's get Proverbs 16 and 32 as the final as the final precept for this class. Proverbs 16 and 32. The book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 32. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth the spirit, then he uh, and he that rules the spirit, 
than he that taketh the city. So we're better than those that are mighty, those that, you know what I'm saying, that are, you know what I'm saying, that are powerful, strong, quote, unquote. You know what I'm saying, as opposed, and those that can rule their spirit, or you know what I'm saying, are, you know what I'm saying, are better than those that can take an entire city down. And those that are real slow to get angry, real patient, meek, they're better than the mighty. But, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm, that, that was the, the lesson, brothers, I hope it edified you. You, Akim, I'm going to stop the recording to take questions.